0: Hello, Katie KDFiCast listeners. My name is Helen Zhu, your National Alumni Board Professional Development Manager, and this is a series that highlights stories from our very own sisters and takes you through a few of the milestones in their lives. At some point in your life, you may have found your way to a food truck, but have you really thought about what goes into your perfectly assembled meal on wheels? Today I'm having a conversation with a sister who took a chance on a business with friends, which allowed her to discover another industry of interest. Jenny Jang is currently a financial analyst at Publicis Sapient, a digital transformation agency. Prior to this role, she founded and operated a local food truck, catering, and restaurant chain in Boston called Chicken and Rice Guys. In about five years, they grew this company from one food truck to four food trucks three restaurants, and a robust catering department. Let's get started. All right, so I I guess we'll just continue with whatever conversation we were already having. So to start, um, today I'm joined with Jenny Zhang, I feel incredibly lucky that I have the opportunity to interview sisters from all backgrounds, experiences, and I'm definitely not going to hide it, but I was in particular uh enthusiasm to get to talk to you as someone who um self self-proclaimed foodie myself. Uh, I definitely do love chicken and I love rice and When the person who had introduced us mentioned that, I was definitely speechless. But uh, of course, that wouldn't make a very interesting episode. So um, without further ado, Jenny, I will let you just briefly introduce yourself. Sure.
1: Um, I'm Jenny Jung. I graduated from Boston University um, in 2009, and uh, I crossed in spring 2006 seems like so long ago now <laughs> um uh yeah and I so I live in Boston I've lived in Boston since college um and uh I was working for a few years and after like two or three years or so I decided to start um chicken rice guys it started as a food truck with uh, some friends oh. of mine in Boston and um yeah since then we've grown to a few more food trucks, uh, a few restaurants, and we do a lot of caterings around the city as well.
0: That is great. Um, And we'll be able to link the website and any other information that is shared in today's episode. Um, As a part of just getting to know the different people that we're talking to through this KD5 podcast, which I'll probably refer to as KD5cast now going forward, is just to get to know them outside of their career interest trajectories as well. Obviously, that is going to be the focus, but as I was going through Jenny's Instagram, just getting a sense of uh, what she was like, I stumbled across a lot of pictures of ferrets. Can you tell me about your pets sure. I swear.
1: yeah um they're like scratching at my office door right now like wondering oh. what I'm doing here <laughs> I'd like to hear them out of the corner of the air. um but no so we um my husband and I used to live it's not like a really crazy interesting story about why we got ferrets in the first place <laughs> but um our old place didn't allow dogs and um my husband wasn't super keen on cats and he kind of mentioned like what about a ferret because as a child he had um kind of like sat for a neighbor's ferret before so he's sort of familiar with them and I (laughs) just wanted honestly something that was like uh, like fuzzy and that would like play and cuddle with me and I kind of did like more research um uh, once we decided, yeah, that's the route we were going, I got, like, really focused and did a ton of research and kind of became this, like, little little bit of a crazy ferret lady. Um, but <laughs> we ended up adopting two little ferret girls. And, I mean, I personally think they're adorable. Um, but, yeah,
0: those are our two
1: pets.
0: Oh, I love it. What are their names?
1: Oh, uh, Lily and Nina.
0: Oh, cute. <laughs> uh so go you had briefly shared what your career trajectory was from undergrad until now what did you study when you were in school sure um so I was a little bit all over the place when I
1: was in school I went into BU um thinking I wanted to do pre-med um kind of realizing that wasn't actually what I wanted to go into um like I didn't actually wanted to go into medicine, maybe like halfway through college. Um, So I switched my major to economics. Um, So I graduated with a degree in economics and a minor in business administration. Um, So I kind of went more towards that route. Um, I did graduate in 2009, and it was a little bit of a tough time in terms of, um, you know, finding, figuring out what I wanted to do exactly. And being able to find a career, a job, like, in that career even. Sure. Um, So I had interned while in college at Zipcar. Um, So I ended up with a job in Zipcar out of college. Um, But it was kind of, it was in, um, like, member services, dealing with kind of accidents and insurance, and kind of acting as, like, a case manager for, you know, members, Zipcar members that had gotten into any incidents or accidents and coordinating with like insurance and stuff like that mm-hmm. um but that definitely kind of didn't feel like one I what I wanted to kind of move forward with long term um and then I had a friend and that was looking into also you know I had three other friends that were starting a food truck because they all kind of also weren't um sure that their current jobs were what they wanted to stay with long-term and we figured why not let's do this. We're still pretty young. And um, if it doesn't work out, you know, um, you know, hopefully we can jump back into um, the careers that we previously were pursuing, um, you know, kind of as a worst case scenario. Mm -hmm. Um, And it worked out, you know, we just kind of quickly went from like one food truck to two food trucks added a restaurant added another truck and kind of just it's been a little bit of a whirlwind but um yeah just kind of grew the business from there it was a lot of work um it was a of like a lot of really figuring things out on our own none of us were really chefs um we just wanted to start a business and um it was definitely a lot of trial and error um but it was yeah. I, I mean, I wouldn't trade it for anything. It was a really great experience. Um, I feel like that gave me way more experience than I ever would have expected in terms of kind of um, learning to work with different people, you know, learning to work and understand all aspects of the business and stuff like that. And I think from there, I figured out that I'm most interested in sort of financial analysis and mm. some accounting. Um, and I kind of figured that I wanted to Pursue that personally in a more corporate environment. And so that's kind of, you know, why I'm um, working full time elsewhere as an analyst. Um, but I think that was a really, really incredible experience in terms of leading me and guiding me to figure out kind of more long term what I wanted.
0: That's awesome. And I feel like you just so seamless, seamlessly described your path from starting the Futra. Um, You had briefly alluded to figuring things out. I'm sure there were long days. I can't even begin to imagine what type of thoughts or just day-to-day operations you had to figure out. Uh, So, kind of rewinding back to when it first was all unfolding so it's you and your friends
1: mm-hmm.
0: with this idea in your head what was going through your mind were you excited were you scared did you have any fears or consider any barriers
1: yeah I mean I think we're definitely all it was like definitely a mixture of um fear and excitement at the same time I think we all kind of wanted you know, to maybe start slow, maybe do this part-time, do it on the weekends, on the evenings, um, and not, you know, sort of quit our nine-to-fives just yet and kind of see how that went first. Mm -hmm. Um, But we, like, super quickly realized that really wasn't an option if we really wanted to see this through. Um, It just wasn't feasible to, um, like, cook the food transfer it you know to a food truck the food truck kitchen and be able to do all that and still maintain our nine to fives and do like any sort of like admin accounting stuff like that for the business on top of all that um yeah that wasn't so I think within a month of kind of trying to do this part-time we all agreed that we just had to quit and go all in um like quit our nine to fives and kind of go all in on this and it was definitely scary but having kind of business partners and friends there doing it doing the same thing with you at the same time um makes it less so so having that camaraderie was really really helpful um in terms of like making that big jump and yeah it was a lot of work um I have to say, we got, we all got in really good shape,
0: mm-hmm. like
1: very quickly from doing so much like food truck mm-hmm. cooking and labor. Um, but yeah, um, I, I don't, I mean, I don't, I it, I think back on that time and it seems like such a blur, but um, yeah, I don't know. It was a great, it was a really good experience.
0: Wow. I, I heard you mention friends and business partners all in, I mean, they're synonymous at this point. Uh, the camaraderie that's built, I feel like that business personal thing was definitely something that KDFI had uh, taught me. I'm mm-hmm. I'm curious to know either how did being in a KDFI contribute to any of your career moves, skill sets, et cetera, or um, who, who was in your network at the time as you were navigating all of this?
1: Sure, um, no, I'm glad you brought that up because that's something I wanted to tie in as well. Um, I think, you know, having been in KD5 um, did really help. It kind of along the lines of organization and project management. Um, And thinking about all those things and, you know, in the small business environment, like all the skills from KDFI definitely translated a lot um, in terms of, you know, being able to, you know, work with people who you're close with personally, but Mm -hmm. also needed to maintain a business relationship with um, and really knowing how to manage those relationships, um, but also like the relationship management managing was really important, but also the, um, actual kind of like project slash business management, um, side of things. And, and also just being really resourceful, um, not kind of seeing a task and being like, well, I don't know how to do it. And that's that, but like, um, like so many things in our business are self-taught. Um, and that was definitely kind of a skill that I learned throughout my years at KDFI as well.
0: Definitely. And I'm on your website right now and I realize or I notice something that is pretty unique in just the the foundation, in the foundation section, there is a piece about student groups, young talents, blood donors, charitable giving. I can only imagine that the student groups part is really helpful, especially with so many schools in the Boston area. Um, but there are definitely very intentional parts in this business story. Um, but if, so your supporters, I imagine that on opening day, Mm -hmm. there were some sisters or people in your undergrad years or your friends who came out. Can you describe what that opening day looked like, felt like, smelled like, (laughs) Um, that was actually
1: probably, I hate to say it, but one of our worst days, um, uh, we totally underestimated, um, what kind of to expect on that day. We were, like, we were the epitome of, like, kids not, not knowing what they're doing Mm. on the first day. Um, and I think, like, I mean to just put like a positive spin on it I mean it gave us a lot to learn from and and, you know really kind of just we really just got thrown into the deep end um like it started in the morning from like I think this was a weekend you know maybe we were like too ambitious with our marketing Mm. (laughs) online it was just all kind of like social media marketing and um we kind of went all out and then we like biggest mistake was probably timing we didn't um, time as well as we should have in the morning in terms of prepping like how much time we would need to prep mm-hmm. we we were late and because of that we were late when we drove up to our um, vending spot there's this huge line of people already and we were like just so, so late and you could tell people were just really disappointed already. And we ran out of food. We was, we didn't even think there'd be that many people there. Um, it was honestly like a really crappy feeling. Sure. Um, so, But we learned a lot from that uh, moving forward. i just definitely like, you know, more, you know, give ourselves more time, maybe prepare, like be better at kind of estimating how much to prepare and portion portioning. Mm-hmm. Like, like I, I mean, we're obviously way better than we were on the first day, but um, I mean, I, we, we were super appreciative and super grateful to have like that many people wanna try us on our very first day and have that kind of amount of support from, you know our friends, our network,
0: mm-hmm.
1: um, the, like the local community. But we were like, I mean, we disappointed everyone and ourselves, but
0: it was a good learning experience. Yeah. And thank you, Jenny, for being able to share all of all of that. I I know from just watching the TV shows, listening to things, there's often like a very glorified sense of start or being an entrepreneur in it. Of course, there are um, so many different points and milestones in that, so thanks for describing that particular day for us. Yeah, of course. Um, so, really, now you went from the one truck and expanding and expanding. What is one thing that you will never forget about that, chapter of your life, and I I guess it's still part of your life, but Mm -hmm. is there like a particular moment that um, you'll never forget? Like, I don't think there's like one
1: kind of moment that stands out above the rest. Um, I would say like my biggest takeaway is kind of especially in industry, Um, like, you know, we're in the food industry, and it's a lot about people. And mm-hmm. so, my like always always like biggest takeaway, and I would tell anyone um, else too, is that like um, you have to know how to work with people, especially if you want to be in the food industry. Mm-hmm. Um, and just in general, I think it's a really, really good skill, and I think that was maybe one skill that I wish I had, you know, a little bit more experience um, with kind of in college. I know we did a lot, obviously in Kd5 um, that, um, definitely really helped. But I think in terms of working um, with different people with different backgrounds, uh, both kind of uh, educational and professional backgrounds and stuff like that, um, that's, that was a big learning experience um,
0: and a big takeaway. Sure. So my last and final question may be also very difficult to narrow down on but I'm looking at the menu it looks really good I just had dinner but I'm still hungry (laughs) what what is your favorite thing off the menu
1: Ooh, I honestly like to mix in everything Um, that (laughs) is my favorite like a little bit of like like I almost like can't even just go in line and order because mm-hmm. I, I will just be like, let me get behind there and make my own plate. Um, <laughs> yeah. I, it's literally like a little bit of rice, a little bit of salad, a little bit of the cucumber tomato salad, a um, little bit of chicken, a little bit of tofu, a little bit of lamb. And then honestly, like a little bit of every sauce, uh, like white sauce, the green, like our mint cilantro, green sauce, a little like a tiny bit of barbecue and a tiny bit of hot sauce. Um,
0: that's That's honestly like how
1: I eat my chicken and rice.
0: (laughs) Well, you heard it here, Jenny's special off the menu uh, combination. Uh, Well, thank you again, Jenny. I appreciate your time and sharing just one part of your life, one story, and everything else that you're doing. Uh, So thanks for your time. Sure, you're welcome. Thanks again so much for listening to Cast. If you like what you heard and have another sister in mind, feel free to send your nominations to recording at akdfialum.org. Again, that's recording at org. Thank you so much for listening. Bye-bye.